This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that, unlike Ron DeSantis, is not dead and buried. We are just getting started because it's week zero. And I'm Joe Public, joined by the one and only Rain Man. Rain Man, what is your favorite pick against the spread in week zero? Totally valid week of college football. Top of the evening to you, Joe. We're going to Ireland. And my favorite pick is the luck of the Irish. Notre Dame minus 20.5 versus Navy. Ooh, I despise it. What a way to start mm. the year. I can't wait. A cap or other Spicy. end of the podcast. What's your favorite pick on the slate for week zero? Give me San Diego State minus two versus Ohio. Long distance travel week zero. It's still hot out there. There's too much for him. Oh, shit. I hate it even more. Oh, this is going to be the best year ever, fellas. This is going to be the best year ever. We had a few months off, but, man, I, I still fucking hate Listen, you. Listen, man. It's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will bang your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This is bang your bookies, wife. Uh, excited. Just diving right into week zero. Unabashed. Uh, my account's empty. I'm about to refill it for the 20th time of this college football season. But the first one always feels so hopeful, doesn't it? Uh... I think we should. We would be remiss if we didn't mention the socials here. Rain Man, you're getting numbies on the socials. We're doing numbies on Twitter, on X, whatever you want to call it. We don't care. At BYBW Podcast. Easy De- to remember. Definitely don't call it X. That's weird. Uh, it's a weird. It's a, X gonna give it to you. Right? Like X gonna give it to you. Like, how can you. It feels like, do you think if DMX, it's just he can't really capitalize on it. That's what's unfortunate. Yeah, that's really the sad part. That's why we'll keep calling it Twitter, I guess. <laughs> yeah, where my dog's at. Uh, but yeah, you should follow us on those. I'm going to start doing stuff, so it should still be bad, but at least better than whatever Rayman's doing on there. I just stopped checking. Um, <laughs> we're creating some memes. The memes are okay. Did you post the memes today? No, uh, got one last night at like midnight. Um, I still having some trouble figuring out the uh, video video meme format, as the kids call it. This is this is why we need the walk on. What Just, do you mean? Um, <laughs> Wait, do you, do you want to bring back the walk on? <laughs> Just it's like bring back the walk. I guess. I guess the biggest question is like, how do you how do you take a clip and then just like add words to it? That's it. That's all I want to do. It literally day one stuff. There's literally a button you can press that does the captions automatically. See, didn't you have, even know it. Of course you didn't because you didn't so, even try. You, you didn't, didn't even try. try Capri, you didn't even try. Yourself. You didn't even go into the thing. You didn't even click around. You just decided you can't do it. You know I just, why? I love. You're a, you're a fucking disgrace. <laughs> That's like fucking... me trying to put on a fitted sheet by myself on the mattress. <laughs> I just I wore, to try doing that. I wore I zero love, points for effort. We have we have so many bangers just in the vault that will never be released because 
frankly, That's we don't like know how. That's like the thing. We make like pretty good memes. <laughs> we make some pretty funny memes. We know no. we know the meme game, but we don't no, know no. how to do it. There, no it. At BYBW podcast on Twitter. Wait till I get. We're gonna figure it? it out. And when we oh, do, man. holy shit! Look Fuck! Out. It's amazing how much we managed to hold ourselves back. But I think we'll continue to regardless. Uh, if you're listening to this, then uh, you're listening just, because yeah, we're, actually pretty, get, we're actually pretty good at picking through it. college football games most of the time. This year we're uh-huh. running the, the format of this podcast. If you haven't listened before, uh, welcome. What a weird choice for you clicking on this, you fucking psychopath. But here we go. We got Rain Man and Capper here, the two college football experts. I'm Joe Public. I, I pick I, I make bad picks, but I pick uh things and Rayman Capper, they're our main pickers. They go head to head every year. Uh Rayman, of course, is our uh, numbers guy, deeply spectrum. And reigning champion. Capper, uh the degenerate, absolute mess of a human being. You've already heard from him, can't figure out how to press a button on a fucking phone he's on all day. Uh we have two real winners here giving you picks against the spread. Uh the week zero picks will not count, if I recall. Traditionally, yeah, they so don't. week zero picks don't count. We're only going to be doing three picks each because it's a very skinny slate, a terrible slate. But once we get into week one and on, we'll be doing four each, and then we'll have a season-long competition, which we'll announce next week uh, that will punish the loser severely. Well, la- that, that incentive structure has been working because I believe that me and Capper have both been in the black betting with the VIG each season of the last four years, so that's eight and O oh, making you money. Or Capper squinting. Were you red last year? I was the first time last year, but yeah, you were kids, okay. So seven kids and one, were cheating, making you money. That's true. What are you do? Iowa State kids, averaging fifty four point five percent. Don't forget, kids were cheating. Fifty seven and fifty seven the last three years. Kids cheated specifically in every game Capper lost. <laughs> kids were tossing games. And and surely that's been stamped out. That will happen. We did no bet a lot on Iowa. So we got to figure it out. Yeah, that, there were multiple Iowa slips, which is. That's a rundown. If you have any suggestions, give us a DM on Twitter at BYBWpodcast uh, podcast and let us know what you want the punishment yeah, to be. If you have any. For rents, put an end to all that shit. He suspended uh, one kid. Yeah, if you have any suggestions, please reach out, and I will tell you to go fuck yourself. Are you kidding me? What suggestions are we taking? Joe, Joe, I think <laughs> Joe hates our listener base. This might be a problem. Between Joe hating our listener base and Capper not being able to write words Ray on the man, video in 2023, it's going to be a tough season. I don't hate our listeners. I hate you. I made this clear so many times. The listeners are fine. The listeners vex me, frankly, but they're there. I see the nut. They're technically there. Um, let's get into let's get into our first picks of the year because I want to talk about this first game we got going on in Ireland. Uh, Rain Man, you are giving twenty and a half points for Notre Dame, and Capper, you are on Navy, as am I in this game. We're doing it. <clears throat> nice an early head to head. So my thought process here is pretty simple. Notre Dame should be the way better team. 
Their defense started extremely hot under Marcus Freeman last year, holding Ohio State to only seven points at half, only 21 for the full game. That's an extremely good defensive performance in the first week. Navy, with the new offense under new coach Brian Newberry, even though they're going to open up a little bit more, it's they're going to have to take some time to find their way. And Notre Dame defense in Ireland, which will be a true home field advantage, is a really tall test for that. Notre Dame has played Navy twice in Ireland, okay? Twice in Ireland, winning 50 to 10 and 52 to 27. Both those games cover the number. And now we're adding Sam Hartman to last year's somewhat pedestrian offense. He should be great with the better skill talent around him. When, when, when were those games? When were those games? 1996 and 2012. <laughs> Rele- very the relevant. The other thing that you seem to have glossed over, Rain and, Man. And a home, you, home field the thing advantage. You glossed over, for, Rain Man, for very, the Irish. very clearly was that uh, the fact that, like, no, yeah, you're talking about Notre Dame in their first game against Ohio State, but you're not mentioning the game they lost against Marshall. Like, they clearly had Body some Body blow theory. They quit after that that game but yeah so that but, doesn't so, count but marcus freeman if you look so at notre dame shit, i like dude. that you mentioned that if you look at the splits on the season last year notre dame was way better at the second half of the season than they were at the first half marcus freeman got that program humming and now they're adding uh, a top tier quarterback for the first time that they haven't had that in a long time or what we expect to be in sam hartman his sixth year he's got a lot of veteran leadership in that locker room he's adding to what should be a very good defense already i don't see how navy's going to score points i just don't think there's well like clearly i don't think there's going to be a ton of possessions like they don't have to score a ton and you're it is sam hartman who's experienced but it's still a dude playing in a new system with new wide receivers who apparently have not been that impressive in camp according to the buzz uh so I think you're, you're there's, and it's, there's some it's also this first game overseas, weird time. I, I think like if you're they've thinking, been in Ireland for a long time though, so the time zone shouldn't matter. <laughs> and there's going to be a ton there. of Notre Dame. They've fans been there, there in spirit for years too. I don't know. I think the number also being twenty and a half feels kind of sus. I don't know. I think that doesn't I feel like sus at Navy, all. Feels about right. The Navy notably cannot get to Ireland. Yeah, that's true. The Navy fans can't. What you think they're boating in? You think they're boating in like the admiralty to Bo- go to this game? I uh, um, boats. Seem, I, I love. Can we, can we change I this love conversation the Navy defense. just a bit? Do boats seem a bit outdated to you as military vessels? <laughs> yes, boats. Are boats Submarines, done? no. Boats, yeah. whack. Boats are done, right? Why are we doing boats? Like, are we still? still are we still driving around on and, big and I gotta battleships? Say, I think and submarines aren't doing so hot I think either, buddy. Submarines having I think a bad subs. time. Not, Have you read the news? Submarines not so good. Submarines bad time to be a not, submarine. Not subber- submersible. Yeah, submarine. yeah, that wasn't a sub. That was a submersible. That's correct. I'll touch. I'll touch on uh, Coach Volker. I'll touch on uh, nine returning stars okay, on talk defense about for the midshipmen. I will touch on. Um, you love a touching stuff. Top ten. Look at Kaffer touch here. A top ten rushing defense last year for those guys that are returning a bunch of starters and a bunch of experience on defense, um, allowing less than ninety yards rushing per game. Um, and then it's the triple op. It's the triple option. It, it's going to be Modified a slowed down game. It's going to be uh, it's going to be option. minimal possessions for both teams. Um, and twenty and a half is too many for me. Um, which because I think Navy should be a pretty solid. 
um, well-prepared team out of the gate. And, you know, like, it, it just seems like Navy scores 10 points in this game, which seems extremely plausible in the first game of the season. Weird timing. Like, that's, I don't know. You think I don't know if Notre Dame's going to put up that many points in this game. They just, like... 31 seems totally plausible. I mean, people... People people were ready for Marcus Freeman to be out of there until he got um, accepted to the Catholic Church at week five. That was last yeah, year, and then so. they went on and run. Um, such it, a, it such was, a huge... It was a slow start for them last year. It was a slow start for him. Um, you're facing an offense that they're not going to face the rest of the year. So, um, you know, they, they've had to repair for other schemes and uh, teams that actually throw the football. So, uh, you know... Too related, many. related. Too note. How sick would it be if Marcus Freeman got fired and then converted to Islam right away? <laughs> Take a Saudi paycheck. <laughs> be hilarious. I hope it happens. Uh, all right, so we're on on different sides of this game. Um, let's go to the next pick. A game you guys are on the same side, but I like the other side. Uh, San Diego State. You guys like San Diego State minus two, and I love Ohio's. I love Ohio money line in this spot. Um, so I'd love to hear your rationale for it. Well, I mean, you start out, San Diego State's been one of the more successful teams over the last four, five, six years, um, leaning heavily on their defense. So we're replacing the entire defensive line last year, but we look at the depth chart. We're starting two redshirt freshmen on the edge, or redshirt seniors on the edge. So a ton of experience still coming there. Uh, and a junior at uh, defensive tackle. I think they. Um, it, it's just a tough spot for a MAC team to get to. It's a. It's a tough spot to win um, over the last four or five years. And as bad as last year was, I think it's still a program on the rise. And I think it's a program that has a ton to prove um, with you know potential moves to i well that's this is not gonna be the pack anymore schools yeah i mean but consolidating with other schools to create the conference like they want to be in that mix i'm very glad you brought that up because that's my exact reasoning why i love to fade san diego state in this spot because there are a lot of people that were told in the program that they were going to be in the pac 12 next year people who probably committed to san diego state with the idea that they were playing for a future Pac-12 school. I'm curious how up that program is, how excited the players are to still be there versus an Ohio team that has multiple very good players, including Nathan Rourke, the returning uh, MAC Offensive Player of the Year. They have five all uh, MAC first-team players. It's a 10-win team from last year. Yes, San Diego State has been traditionally good, but Ohio, I could see getting very up for this game in a national spot that they wouldn't usually get until Maction. I think it's a statement opportunity. I love the money line in this spot. I think it's a better team against a team that feels like they potentially got lied to. So, yeah, I think the motivation angle could work either way, right? Like, it could be us turns in us against the world locker room mentality it could go negative i think with respect to rourke who you hit on the head who's who's coming back he tore his acl nine months ago so it is ridiculous these acl timelines and how short they've gotten I, but we ACL, don't know what he's ACL gonna look like thing anymore i just think it's yeah just it's like, just like wild are over AC, yeah it's just like we're post acls as society but I, I don't know i think that's really interesting aztecs are 10 one and one against mac teams all time Ohio is that one loss, so worth pointing out, but they have been dominant against the MAC. I think that the defense for San Diego State, yes, as Capper pointed out, they lost a lot, 
but their three-five-five base is what makes them so good. Uh, they got two safeties, two defensive backs, and that roaming Aztec position, which lines up in the center, sort of as a linebacker-safety hybrid. It takes a lot for teams to figure that defensive scheme out. Granted, Ohio's had all offseason to prepare for it, but it's still going to be a tough one. I like San Diego State because I like their defense. They also have a top-five punter, Jack Browning, putting respect on your name. Man. Flip the field. Are, they have great punters there. We're talking why punters. Talking, we're, t- we're talking they call, punters. Why do they call it the well, position you, the roaming Aztec? That's pretty weird, right? An Aztec, it's, cool. a it's like a person, though. It's not like usually it's like the bear or the jackhammer. So it's just the Aztec, <laughs> the Inca. Well, it is their um, mascot, to be fair. The roaming Inca. All, also notably a pretty impressive uh list of running backs the last few years and i think they've got a few guys um that are ready to get their opportunity here um keenan christian jalen armstead i mean those guys have been waiting they're ready um to take the reins full time uh and and like that's it they've got the returning senior quarterback coming back and jalen may Maiden. Jalen Maiden. Um, he might suck, though. Who he I might think is suck. okay, but, like, you know, you lean on those running backs, you pound the rock, you play incredible defense, and you beat Quarterback Ohio. is not the edge for San Diego State in this game. Right. All right. Uh, fair, fair enough. Uh, now we have two deferring picks. Um, let's see. Uh, Capper, you are on a USC minus 31. I also think it's too many points in a week one, uh, but they might put up 80. I get it. Um, if you are going to start a Heisman campaign, uh, there is no better time to do it than against San Jose State, who plays um, pretty good defense, um, but you've got the best player in the country. You've got wide receivers. um already guaranteeing a national championship nothing less nothing more whatever you could win more than a national championship they're not going to do it at usc they're just going to win the, the natty um so i think uh they'll be ready to play they're ready to um to put up the big numbers early to really show that that lincoln riley offense is clicking on all cylinders and um you know it's a week one showcase spot for them too because they're they're by far and away the best team playing this weekend. So, um, you know, I think that I think that plays a lot into we'll it. We'll see. I think they, we'll see how that defense I think they plays. Have a lot to, I think they have a lot to prove. And, and really, like, I'm glad you brought up the defense because it was not great at times Absolutely last year. terrible. Um, but the San Jose State offense has not been spectacular um, the last few. So um, I think it's a good early spot for them. I think they – can get comfortable, you know, figure out the rotations and, and, um, you know, I, I just, I think the offense is just too good. Like, I think they just score at will here. All right, Rain Man. Sneaky uh, good Spartans versus Trojans mascot match. Uh, oh, yeah. You love to oh, see cla- it. Love to see it. A classic for, for all uh, <laughs> attendees, particularly. Uh, we got FIU plus 11. You like them against Louisiana Tech, correct, Ray Man? Yeah. Uh, I think it's just too many points for both pretty terrible teams. I'm not going to say FIU is good, but I don't think Louisiana Tech's good either. FIU was 4-8 and eight last year, Louisiana Tech 3-9. and nine. The reason why Louisiana Tech has this spread is because 
a perceived advantage at quarterback. Hank Bachmeyer from Boise State will be starting at Louisiana Tech this year. Oh, I think we've seen enough tape of Hank Bachmeyer to know that this offense is going to suck. He was truly awful at Boise State. I don't care how what talent <laughs> he, he had coming so in. Bad. But Bachmeyer for Louisiana Tech with an 11-point spread in week zero, you've got to be kidding me. This is not me praising Grayson James on FIU. I think, if anything, he's a little bit worse. But this spread is just too big with what we know is a bad quarterback to take I Louisiana think. Tech. And the kicker, 18% of bets are on FIU, 82 on I Louisiana Tech. I think the, your misread here is that there, it's, there, the spread isn't because of Bachmeyer. It's because of Sonny Cumbie becoming the coach at Louisiana Tech. And he's a very, very good offensive mind. So I think the idea is they're going to be able to sling it out there, which seems very plausible. Yeah, well, but who's slinging the rock? I guess fucking Bachmeyer, but FIU is also just Bachmeyer. An abortion. They're so bad, dude. They've been bad for so long. Am I <laughs> they had to use an extra win than Louisiana podcast? Tech last year. Can I call teams an abortion or is that okay? Do I bleep that out? Um no, I think that's been uh well regulated and allowed now. <laughs> They're bad, dude. They're so bad. It's not good. It's not a good football. Watch them win out. Right? Rain Man's not making any comments. Uh, the 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 line is interesting because I did notice that one. It's moved down a little bit. Um, you know, despite the fact that La Tech is getting a ton of action here. So, um, I don't know. You could be onto something. Week zero, you catch him, catch him sleeping. Fade Hank. I just remember last year, like, FIU, they were just, like, they lost some hilarious games. They lost 73 nothing to Western Kentucky. Uh, yeah, they lost 40-6 Learn, to grow. Utah. A, a, a growth opportunity. They just got the shit kicked out of them several times last year. They they Last year's game, they did beat Louisiana Tech 42-34. Ooh, revenge spot. Spicy. Uh, lot to prove, man. This is how this is how like this is deep degen stuff when you're talking when you're talking to FIU Louisiana Tech with deep intrigue. This is the good shit, boys. It's this a, is what makes you lose your a, family. We need to just bathe in this for a second. Football's back. It's a bad slate. Yeah, of course it is. Every week, every year, I think we complain about Dude, the Dude, it's literally... That's why it's practice. The primetime game is New Mexico State versus UMass, which is it's, literally a bit. It's like a joke. It, it's a literal <laughs> joke. Get your mind right. Get Damn. your body right. Use this week as a form to Speaking of, I got... So let's go through your three... So let's go through the picks you guys like once more, Rain Man. Notre Dame minus 20.5... At home, I know you're going to scoff at that, versus Navy. Then San Diego State, minus two versus Ohio. And FIU, plus 11 against Louisiana Tech. Uh, Capper? Uh, we have got San Diego State, minus two. USC, minus 31. Navy, plus 20 and a half. Okay. Why not? And, and I got a, a, a red hot on fuego three team parlay. I'm throwing for week yeah. zero. And uh, they're all winners. Verse were taken New Mexico State, Jerry Kill, Diego Pavia, big primetime spot for the team against UMass. They won a bowl game last year. 
Uh, I think they're going to just trample UMass, take an alt line in this spot. Weird, weird line movement for UMass. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is My a game. raised. This is a game that absolutely can and should be fixed. Uh, next game we have uh, UTEP plus one. Uh, I'm taking UTEP plus one against Jacksonville State. Last year, UTEP made a bowl game uh, with Coach Dimmel. I cannot name. I think they. I, I don't think I can name one player on the team now. Um, but I believe in them, especially getting the interesting. Interesting. At, they're at on the road. It's one point, but UTEP. Uh, and then last, I'm taking Ohio money line, and I'm parlaying it in the rest because Ohio is going to beat San Diego State. You guys are fools. You you don't get that much credit for taking a money and line I when will, it's two points. Spread. And I will dance on your graves. And that's the three teamer <laughs> that was going to win you money. New Mexico State minus six and a half. Utah plus one. Ohio money line. Uh, it feels good to t- feels sure. kind of nice to talk about college football, boys. We were in a bit of it sounds. Th- it sounds. There nice. was like a bit there where we sounded in a groove. Last week we were a fucking mess. It was a disaster. Um, yeah, it was. It's good to be back in the quasi-regular cadence and time to start winning some money. My Bovada account has been flat for three weeks. Just flat. Haven't done anything with it. Uh, it's not what you want to say. I hate it. If, if by flat you mean zero, I relate.